This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome into the Illini Enquirer podcast, and finally, we are recording this podcast, the third assistant podcast. Yes, it is official. It has happened. Illinois announces a complete assistant coaching staff. After long months of speculation, they have announced a name who we have talked about before uh, on our site, and I believe at some points on this podcast, but former DePaul assistant Tim Anderson. No, not the Chicago White Sox. Uh, shortstop, but a guy with definite deep Chicago ties, Tim Anderson, who spent the last four seasons on the DePaul staff under Dave Leto, uh, also a former AAU coach with Mean Streets. Uh, Illinois has announced him as their new assistant coach. He joins a staff that includes Chester Frazier, former Illini player and uh, almost a decade-long assistant coach at Kansas State and Virginia Tech. And I think most people have been pretty impressed with what Chester's been able to do, uh, not only as you know, giving some energy to this program as an alum and the loyalty he has for this place, but as a recruiter, he's been pretty impressive, and we'll see what he can do the rest of the summer. Uh, also, Jeff Alexander, likely the big man coach uh, for Illinois now, who was promoted, uh, a longtime D1 assistant that had spent the last four years as an assistant or associate to the head coach. And uh, so now we have a complete staff, and we'll see uh, how they do together but Brad Underwood showing some faith and, and putting uh, a lot of stock in some Chicago connections. We know Chin Coleman had that, and boy, that paid off well for Illinois with Io DeSumo. But Chin also recruited across the country, and Brad uh, sees Tim Anderson being able to do that. But uh, we, you get another guy with Chicago ties, and let's get to know a little bit more about him. On this podcast, we're going to break down everything from the Illinois aspect with Derek Piper. He was out on the road uh, on the AAU circuit, you know, down in, in Birmingham, Alabama, but I caught up with him to break down the Illinois side of this and what he thinks Tim Anderson can bring and what he thinks of this staff overall. But first on this podcast, we're going to get some insight from somebody who covered Tim Anderson for the last four years and what he did at DePaul. That's Steve Newhouse, who is the publisher of wearedepaul.com. So when we come back, We'll have Derek Piper later on in the podcast, but Steve Newhouse will break down what you need to know from Tim Anderson's four years on the DePaul staff. That's next on the Illini Enquirer podcast. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 
Welcome back into the Illini Enquirer podcast. And now let's get some insight into Tim Anderson and Steve Newhouse. Uh, covers DePaul for 24-7 Sports at wearedepaul.com. Steve, thanks for joining us. Uh, just what were your initial thoughts, Tim Anderson to Illinois? Uh, honestly, it wasn't much of a surprise, Jeremy. Uh, it's a move that makes perfect sense. I mean, Illinois, you know, lost Tim, Tim Coleman to uh, Kentucky. Uh, it was in need of a Chicago recruiter, and Tim Anderson's available. Uh, so, it, I mean, that, it seems like a perfect match. And, you know, I think you know as well as I do, this has been kind of rumored for a while now. Right. So, like I said, it, it makes perfect sense. Yeah, so tell me, like Tim Anderson, when DePaul hired him, um, what, what what did you think of the fit then? And uh, four years later, how how did it all work out between the two? Yeah, um, you know his reputation then was pretty similar to what his reputation is now, uh, is that he's a guy who you know recruits, recruits Chicago, and has ties to the means AAU program uh, in Chicago and. Um, you know, during his time at DePaul, um, really, he was known for three things. Um, you know, the recruiting, obviously, recruiting Chicago, um, and also kind of underrated as far as recruiting outside the city. Uh, one of the best recruits he brought in while he was at DePaul was Romeo Weems, who, who's from Michigan, and played for both the family AAU program and Main Streets. Um, so that's kind of a, an underrated aspect. Um, who develops talent, um, has worked in the industry developing players, get, helping them get ready for the NBA draft. Uh, so he has that reputation with ground zero training and all. Uh, and then another kind of underrated aspect is his bench coaching ability. Um, back in 2019, uh, Dave Latos was serving a three-game suspension and Tim Anderson was tapped on the shoulder to take over as head coach for those three games. And he went 3-0 and for those three games. So, uh, like I said, kind of a, an underrated aspect there that, you know, he is, he's a good bench coach. Yeah, whenever you get a hire and it's a Chicago guy, Steve, I mean, that makes a lot of sense for a program like DePaul or like Illinois. But this is somebody who's trained, as you said, NBA draft uh, picks, NBA players, overseas players. And the one thing that I've heard reaching out to people today is he's a very respected developer of talent. How did you see that come out at DePaul? Um, you know, there were a few players that he worked with uh, there, and you did see their game improve. Um, you know, he worked with both the guards as well as some of the big men. Um, and... You know, you could even say a guy like Paul Reed, uh, who's in the NBA right now with the Sixers, uh, kind of benefited a little bit from uh, uh, Tim Anderson's influence there. So what did you see in him as a recruiter? You mentioned Romeo Weems. Um, Obviously, DePaul's had their struggles here. So how did you think he fared as a recruiter? Fared okay. And like I said, with the exception of Weems, uh, most of his recruiting was guys with ties to Chicago, um, and actually a pair of transfers, a guy you're familiar with, and DJ Williams um, played for Illinois and came in for his final season, you know, as a, a grad transfer. Uh, really, it was only like half a season. Uh, so that was Tim's influence there. 
Um, and then uh, a guy who, who didn't play for the Mean Streets program was sh- from Chicago, Charlie Moore. Um, you know, he transferred uh, from uh, Kansas to DePaul, and uh, Tim was the recruiter on that one. Uh, so obviously affected that. And then more recently, uh, you had Ahmad Bynum uh, out of Simeon in Chicago. And uh, you know, Tim, of course, you know, is close with the Bynum family. Uh, so we he was able to, and, you know, he played for both Mean Streets and uh, Mac of Urban Fire, Bynum did. Uh, so that was his most recent addition uh, in the class of uh, 2020 that we had here. Yeah, when when Chin Coleman was at UIC, Steve, it wasn't like he was bringing in the Iowa DeSumos of the world or, or Adam Miller. So how do you think Tim can do at Illinois as a recruiter, just based on what you saw at DePaul? Well, I think his first test is going to be uh, with A.J. Casey, isn't it? Um, I mean, the guy, he's tight with the uh, Mean Streets program. Illinois, you know, recruiting Casey. Of course, a lot of other programs are as well. Uh, I think that's one of the reasons he's being brought in, to be able to help um, recruit a guy like A.J. Casey. So, uh, you know, that'll be his first test. And how Illinois does uh, with Casey, you know, as he makes his decision coming up here, August, September, whatever, um, you know, I think you'll be able to gauge um, based on that. Well, Steve, um, new coach at DePaul, Tony Stubblefield. What's been your initial impression so far of, of Tony? Um, he's got his work cut out for him, <laughs> that's for sure. And with the turtle being what it's been, um, you know, he's pretty much almost starting for, with a clean slate. Uh, so in any time you do that, it's going to take time. Uh, so he's had a lot of guys transfer out. Uh, he's brought four players in via the portal, uh, another one through junior college transfer, kept one of his own guys who was in the portal and came back. Um, so uh, it's, it's going to be a totally different look at Lincoln Park uh, come this fall. Uh, in terms of, uh, you know, very few returning players, uh, a lot of new faces. Um, and, you know, he's putting together a non-conference schedule that looks like it's going to be challenging. Um, so he's definitely got his work cut out for him, bringing in a lot of new faces. Um, you know, the first year may be tough. I, I think really, you know, we'll be able to judge him better uh, once he has a couple of years uh, under, under his belt. Well, obviously, DePaul has, has struggled here for a while, Steve. I mean, there was the 80s, everyone talks about 70s. Um, Quentin Richardson, Bobby Simmons had some really good years there. What What do you think, like, I'm sure you've thought about this forever, but what What do you think is the key to, to building at least a, a, a you know respectable, successful Big East program there? Oh, gosh. You know, if, if I had the answer to that... Uh... <laughs> probably would have had uh, everything strained out at DePaul years ago. Um, you know, it seems like they're always kind of constantly in rebuild mode um, with things being what they are and with the, the Big East being as competitive as it is. Um, you know, I, I think for Tony Stubblefield to be successful, uh, he's going to have to um, be able to recruit and he's going to have to be able to recruit at the level that other schools in the Big East are doing. And, um, you know, and that includes, you know, programs like Marquette, who just 
brought in Shaka Smart, you know, established um, Big East program, you know, like uh, Villanova in Creighton, year in and year out, they're at the top of the conference. Uh, so he has to be able to build a roster that can compete with the likes uh, of those teams. And that means a, a roster that can has some pretty good three-point shooting, especially when you're going up against the firepower of a team like a Creighton. Um, so, like I said, first year I think is going to be a challenging for him, but uh, he brings in the right players um, and brings in the right type of offense uh, where – you know, we're able to see them uh, score more from the perimeter, which has been a weakness of theirs in the past. Um, then, you know, he's got a chance to climb the ladder in the Big East and have a more competitive team there. Well, Steve Newhouse, can't thank you enough for the insight into Tim Anderson and a little update on DePaul as well. Thank you so much. Okay, no problem. Uh, thanks for having me on. All right, great insight there from Steve Newhouse. We are DePaul.com. Next, let's focus on the Illinois side of things. Why did Brad Underwood want Tim Anderson on his staff, and how does he complement Jeff Alexander and Chester Frazier, and what can he bring to the Illini on the recruiting trail? That's all coming up next with Derek Piper of IlliniInquire.com. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Well, let's get the Illinois side of this deal. Tim Anderson to the Illini, former DePaul assistant, and Derek Piper joining me now, hopping around from AAU events in the Deep South. Uh, where are you at, Derek, and, and when did you get the Tim Anderson news, and where were you at? Currently downtown Birmingham at the Prep Hoops event. Going to get a chance to see Mean Streets, the program that he's been uh, affiliated with for a long time before taking the job with DePaul, but I uh, was previously down in Hoover, Alabama, uh, you know, 10, 15 minutes south of here uh, at the Adidas tournament. So got a chance to see Jay Epps, uh, who's a top priority at the guard spot in 2022. Colin Smith, a, a very talented forward out of Texas. Uh, so spent the first day, day and a half down there. Uh, Going to be here tonight, uh, the rest of the afternoon tonight, uh, watching Mean Streets and then make my way to Atlanta for Under Armour and Elite 32. So, yeah, making the rounds here. Uh, second stop on the trip, but uh, was at Adidas when I saw the tweet uh, come across about Tim Anderson, and it's seen for a while now that just a matter of time is a name that's been buzzed about, you know, here over the last, really, about, it's been about a month uh, where he's had uh, quite a bit of buzz, and, and after Alan Huss, where Illinois thought they had that done, the Creighton assistant, uh, he seemed to be the the next guy to come into the fold and as we'll talk about here obviously connected in the chicagoland area uh, has trained a lot of pros he's, he's very well respected for his developmental abilities and, and how he's able to to get the most out of guys in the gym so uh, i personally i think it's a, a good hire and, and one that will be interesting to see what he's able to pull in chicago and elsewhere 
Derek, as you said, this isn't a big surprise. I mean, this name has not been that quiet. Uh, it's kind of been buzzing in circles for a while now. Um, and, I mean, Brad Underwood and Tim Anderson were seen sitting next to each other watching AAU ball last week, right? Or, or some high school ball uh, a couple of weeks ago. So um, why do you think he was the guy Brad Underwood wanted? I think, like I said, I, I it wasn't originally the plan. I think that originally it would have been uh, Jeff Alexander, Chester, and Alan Huss. And uh, of course, as we've learned throughout this process, you got to, you know, see who's available and, and make your runs at, at certain guys. And Tim has been one that, from the forefront, you know, when we were talking about what was that middle of late April. I mean, it's been, it's been a long process here to fill out these three assistant spots. Uh, I thought it was one at the time that if you were going to have a quote-unquote Chicago guy that uh, he would make quite a bit of sense. You know, they tried to keep him at DePaul, and, and he wanted to just really go back to, to his training deal and, and maybe didn't have plans. It didn't sound like had plans to coach in college this year. But uh, Illinois, a unique opportunity, a program that uh, he definitely uh, sees a lot of value in and uh, very good opportunity uh, when you think about you know, career possibilities, what Illinois is thrown out there as far as salary and everything. So uh, I, I think he makes sense because he knows the landscape in Chicago. There is quite a bit of talent. Not only, you know, this class is a little a little sparse uh, in, in 2022 uh, outside of the, the names that we know and A.J. Casey and Braden Shute or Jaden Shute and Braden Huff. Uh, but 2023 is very talented and, you know, in some of those younger classes. And it is interesting, though, because we talk a lot about the Kenwood, you know, what they got going on. That's back, that's Mac Irvin Fire. And we, as we know, uh, some of those those loyalties on the AU scene can be uh, a little complicated and interesting to navigate. Uh, but Tim is is really locked in with Mean Streets. And, I mean, he's gotten a Mac Irvin guy. Mac Urban Fire guy in the past and Ahmad Bynum, who was uh, a big time point guard out of Simeon that he had committed to Paul. So he's been able to, to recruit well. Um, and uh, again, very, very respected as far as, you know, what he can do with guards and, and he's working some bigs as well. Yeah. And uh, Charlie Moore, former Mac Urban Fire guy that transferred there as well. So that, that's interesting to see as well. Um, all right, Derek. So he won't start until July 26th. And we heard from Josh Whitman. This was a timing thing. What can you share about that? Like, is this his NBA draft preparation or is this something to do with recruiting? I think it's a combination of two things where you do, as you mentioned, uh, he's been involved in a lot of pre-draft workouts and, and that's something that uh, he's done for a long time and uh, now getting an opportunity not being assistant at DePaul and, and currently not starting his job uh, until later in the month will allow him to do all the lead up uh, for, for those that he's working out uh, and at the same time I, I know that there is a value on, on Illinois side and this is something that was, has been talked about in, in recent weeks of just being able to be around guys on the AU scene. Uh, I know that he's taken an active role in uh, EYBL and, and Peach Jam, and it sounds like he's he's been involved there just kind of from an operation standpoint. Um, and for an example, if, you know, pick a player on Main Street, whether it be A.J. Casey or Jalen Washington, who's going to make a decision here this weekend, I wouldn't expect it to be Illinois. Uh, but he can be around those players at all times 
times as long as he's not currently in the assistant role. And uh, whereas if you're Chester Frazier or Jeff Alexander, you can set courtside, but you're not allowed to have any conversations with players while you're during an evaluation period. You're just allowed to, to observe. So he can kind of operate behind the scenes and uh, build some of these relationships. So I think that, that would be from the value or from the standpoint of Illinois and the job that he's going to undertake. Now that would be the value of waiting it out. And uh, to be honest, I, I thought based on the timeline, it would be later this month, but uh, it seemed like Illinois wanted to, to get that news out there, maybe make people aware yeah. that, Hey, this is going to be an Illinois guy. And um, for those that know of him, maybe he can take advantage of that. Yeah, by the way, Jalen Washington just committed to North Carolina, so good week for the Tar Heels uh, in some battles here against Illinois. Um, you mentioned that, Derek. Like, I, I don't know if this is the thing to sway Kofi Coburn or um, you know that Tim Anderson is here. I don't know how big that name resonates, but he, he has a development record, right? Um, and, and he's got a reputation as somebody who can train some NBA draft athletes. So how do you see him fitting? Like, How does he complement Chester Frazier and Jeff Alexander. I think that, yeah, when you talk about development, I mean, he's someone that's gotten, you know, public shout outs from Anthony Davis. And that's something that's got to play well, whether it be with, with Kofi or, you know, guys down the line that he would target and recruit. I think that Jeff will be the big man coach and Chester will work with guards and, and Tim can kind of operate in the middle of that. And, and not that he can't, you know, provide, assistance or, or some insight or, uh, you know, get on the floor with guys, uh, you know, at any position group. I, I think that uh, the way that he's viewed is, is he's someone that uh, can get the most out of, of any player uh, just based on his track record and uh, some someone that has earned a lot of respect, uh, you know, just some of those names that he's been able to, to work with going into the pre-draft process. So uh, I, I think that when you look at Chester and, and the way that he's recruiting, uh, outside of the state of Illinois, East Coast, Texas, uh, that's going to be his his bread and butter. Is is really uh, maybe a national or obviously, like I said, East Coast. Um, and Jeff Alexander will be, uh, you know, he's really worked hard to develop and boost that relationship with the Illinois Wolves program. That's very talented right now. Uh, he'll recruit Brad Beal Elite down in the St. Louis area, uh, and not not to say that he's limited to just those two programs, but uh, really with him. You'd look at Chicago as first and foremost, uh, an area that, you know, contrary to Jeff and Chester, as they couldn't recruit there. It's just somewhere where people know who Tim is and he has, you know, pre-established relationships. So I'd look for him to focus there. And that's not to say that he can also, as we saw with Chin, be able to go out you know, wherever that may be. We saw Chin have connections in Arizona and, and different spots. And I wouldn't be surprised uh, if, if Tim doesn't have some of that same stuff going for him. So, Derek, there's been a long, strange chip, trip and a long, I should say, trip, uh, emphasize the word long, to get to this full, complete staff. Like, if I would have told you this was what it was going to be in, in April, what, what would you have thought? And, and has it changed? Has your thought changed as you've dived more into this is what Chester Frazier is, this is what Jeff Alexander is, this is what Tim Anderson is? Yeah, I think that's a good question. I think if you would have said at the forefront this is who you're – your, your three are, I'm not, I wouldn't say that it's a bad staff by any means. I, I think that when you look at Chester's been a high major assistant for about a decade now, and, and you definitely um, understand also the, the dude is a, is a grinder and same with Jeff. Like Jeff is a guy that works really hard and 
Um, I mean, he's going to be very persistent on the recruiting trail. And I, I know that and, – and those like you and I that have been around the program here that obviously a very personable guy and, and someone that the family name is, is, is highly respected within the state. Uh, yeah, there, as we talked about in, in previous podcasts, I think that Chester in particular has impressed people, uh, whether it be fans or, or just us that are kind of mm-hmm. seeing the response that he's getting from recruits right now that maybe he, he is more of a – of an ace recruiter or, or has that potential uh, at Illinois and has obviously a, a program that is, has risen and, and is at, at a higher profile than a Vatech or, or Kansas state. And, and with Tim, uh, again, I, I think that that would have been one at the, if you would have told me they were getting Tim in, in May, I would have said, I, I think it makes sense. And, and I think that that is a nice hire. Uh, I think that it, it has to be said that we would have, looked at it you know at the forefront when you're losing on orlando antigua that you wanted a as we learned about you know kamani young or or mike minniga or cy young down at florida state is there that huge last name like proven national recruiter maybe not and and you could say no uh and and that might be something that you hoped for but maybe you didn't get uh but that's not to say that this current collection can't do a very good job and can't still keep the talent base at a high level. And that's going to have to be proven as we go forward here through the rest of this class and, and, and into 2023 and on down. But um, it's going to be interesting to see. Yeah. And, again, those are big shoes to fill that the previous staff left. And um, it's going to have to be proven they're able to do that. Yeah, I, I, I agree with everything you said there because um, even my expectation were maybe they would land somebody like that or somebody like Alan Huss, right? I think on, on surface that would have been a really, really impressive uh, hire. But but Tim Anderson always made sense, uh, Chicago guy. And to be honest with you, like Shin Coleman did a heck of a job here at Illinois, but um, – I think Anderson has a more proven track record, right? And maybe a better resume than, than when Ching came in here. Chester has already exceeded um, my expectations as a recruiter. And, and Jeff, being an, an internal candidate, made some sense given all the turnover they've had that, that Brad would want to go with somebody he trusts and somebody with D1 experience. But we'll see how it all complements each other. And, yeah, it's going to take some time. Uh, but the, the crazy offseason is not over, Derek. So i got I got to ask. Uh, Kofi Coburn in the transfer portal and with Dawson Garcia headed to North Carolina. Boy, it seems like almost all the eggs are, are in this basket. And, and when somebody enters the transfer portal, I, I just never feel great uh, that they would come back. But what, how are you feeling right now about Kofi Coburn and Illinois' chances? Oh, man, it's crazy. It, it's really interesting uh, to see or, or and just to hear, you know, all the buzz. And uh, I can't tell you, you know, being at an AU event, I was I was wearing the Illini Inquirer polo yesterday, and just you're around some coaches, and, and they they're like, "What's going on there? Like, like what's up with Kofi?" And I'm like, it, "It's tough to read. It, it's tough to read." And he's been chilling in Atlanta uh, this weekend, where they, uh, as I mentioned, have the Under Armour event, and uh, it'll be interesting to see if he's if he's there when I get there, uh, you know, tomorrow, or uh, and see if I can can see him see if i can maybe chat him up a little bit report back but yeah get the exclusive uh, pipes let's do that (laughs) let's do it um yeah it's been the the buzz as far as on illinois side they've had a lot of conversations and and as we talked about earlier in the week uh it it seemed like some positive discussions over the you know last weekend and um some important talks here recently about you know name image likeness what are the potential at illinois and um, just trying to get him 
obviously to, to buy into a, a really good situation in Illinois. Of course, he's got great options. Um, you would imagine that a All-American center would, would be able to command that. And it's the Kentucky angle that keeps coming back. Like, how real is that? Because, uh, you know, I've been talking to some people. It seems like uh, Jalen Duran, that five-star reclass, maybe he's either going to go pro, uh, maybe going to go to Memphis if he does go to college. So, uh, Kentucky locking in on him and making their run at him is that's part of the equation now. And I, I think for Kofi, from my perspective, he doesn't have to rush anything. I know he said to ESPN that he'd like to make a quick decision and, and maybe he's going to get tired of, of being asked himself about where he's going to go. But as long as he's, you know, made his mind up by August, uh, I think he's going to have, I mean, he's going to have ample time to, to settle in and, and, and get to classes. So I, I think the, the anxiousness, the anxiety is going to persist for a little while, yep. and uh, he might even pop up on a couple of campuses where I know it's the dead period, but he can go check it out. So uh, it, it's it's tough for Illinois, and they know they got to get it done. They know that to have the season that they're hoping for, and, and a miss like Garcia and, and, and some of these other guys that they've tried to get, uh, they would feel a lot better about their front court, obviously, with, with a guy like Kofi. Yeah, I, I still think they can be a very – solid Big Ten team without him, given what they have on the roster. Like, maybe I'm a little higher on it, but uh, they aren't a Big Ten contender without Kofi Coburn. And, and there's no other Kofi Coburn uh, in the transfer portal or even someone close, like a, a Dawson Garcia who can maybe be a pro here shortly. So, Derek Piper, appreciate the uh, insight as always. Enjoy the trip and uh, safe travels, my man. Appreciate it, man. I will uh... – I will do so, and if, if we get Kofi on the on the line, I will uh, phone it into our Inquire community. So um, uh, just to calm down that message board a little bit, you know, uh, let, let's all let's all be civil and calm, and and we'll get through this together. What were your favorite memories of the uh, coaching hot board thread, Derek? <laughs> Man, uh, I feel geez. like I got to give it like a it's Sarah been... McLaughlin like feel. I will remember you. <laughs> it, it's probably not, it's still not over yet. We got an assistant to the head coach to still figure yeah. out. But man, it was quite a ride I was talking to our buddy Jeff Rabjohn. He's like, so uh, how's this been for the site the last couple of months? He's like, sometimes craziness is good for business. I was like, well. I, I, there's been a lot of interest. We we know that, but um, sometimes you, after a certain point, you you're, you're ready for it to be over, and I, I think that's kind of how we felt for a while. Yeah, for your sanity, sanity is more important sometimes than, than the website traffic <laughs> or interest <laughs> and all of that. All right, Derek, stay sane down there on the AU circuit, man. We'll do. Talk to you later. Great stuff as always from Derek Piper, and if you haven't been keeping up with his content uh, out of Alabama and uh, now moving on to Atlanta. Uh, this is always one of the best times of year for getting that insight to these recruitments and what Illinois is doing on the recruiting trail. And, and this is why we send Derek on the trail and he does a great job of it. So keep checking up on those updates at IlliniInquire.com. And don't forget, it's just $1 for your first month of VIP access. So you can try that out if you're not a VIP member already. All right, we have plenty of content up at Illini Inquirer about Tim Anderson. I just spoke with Mean Streets AU founder uh, and coach Ty Streets, who, if you don't know Ty Streets, kids, look him up. Uh, one of the best athletes really in Chicago history when you take in all sports. He was a phenomenal football player who went on to play at Michigan and in the NFL uh, for the San Francisco 49ers, most notably as a draft pick for them. 
great wide receiver, also a great basketball player on the wing, and was one of the top basketball prospects in his class as well, and a phenomenal track athlete. So uh, anyway, Ty Streets is pretty much a legend in Chicago, and I caught up with him about Tim Anderson and uh, his experience with him, uh, both as a Mean Streets coach and as the T'Pol assistant slash recruiter, and what he thinks Tim can do uh, at Illinois. And uh, I think you want to check that out up at the website right now. We'll have more basketball and football content as well as the weekend goes along. And of course, when any news breaks, we'll have you covered here on the podcast. So give our podcast a follow. It'll update automatically uh, wherever you get your podcasts and uh, give us a rating and review. We appreciate that as well. All right, everybody have a great weekend. Take care of each other. We'll talk to you next time right here on the Illini Inquirer podcast.